The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. You are about to embark on a journey. It is hardly awesome. Welcome back, everybody, to another week of the Hardly Awesome Podcast. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, that's not Chris. Chris is typically the guy who brings the show in. Where the fuck is Chris? What's going on here? Well, um, Chris wasn't able to join us this week. He uh, decided to take a vacation because who the fuck does that? And um, Stiff, Anthony, and I and told us, oh, well, you guys got to figure it out. You guys got to do a show. How um, dare he take personal time? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Fuck self-care. So well, here's here's myself, one of your co-hosts, Jim Clark, joined, as always, by the fantabulous... <laughs> Anthony Mullen. All righty. How you doing, dude? Doing good. I'm doing actually really good today. Yeah? I, I honestly, when you're like, hey, I'm going to bring us in, I'm going to bring you on the show, we can't just like be like Bob Ross and just mellow. I'm like, but I mean, like, I don't know how we're going to like stay on track. I'm like, all right, we'll we'll figure it out still. Well, yeah, and, and here's the thing, dude. We're doing something kind of really different today. Um, yes. Typically, we're in the studio uh, when we record with Chris, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but because Chris is out of town, uh, you and I needed to come up with something. And I was trying to, and you know, we both were, uh, but I was, me personally, I was really thinking, dude, what the fuck can we do? Because you've got your, your solo dolo shows, okay, when Chris and I <laughs> aren't here, right? Yep. Um, and then Chris and I have the Hardly History episodes when you're not here right yes so i'm like all right well anthony and i have to have something that's kind of unique and original in us okay but i'm like what the fuck can we do and i was thinking and i'm thinking and i'm thinking oh that's my that's my thing oh is that you okay um so then i was i was laying on my couch one night half dozing off and then it hit me i said wait a minute what if we do a um a mock off of comedians and cars getting coffee right Mm -hmm. and i thought okay because Chris, I, I know you said, let's write some comedy and, and tr- do some comedy. And I'm like, yeah. oh, dude, I'm not funny. I'm not going to. So Yeah, this... you could imagine how that would turn out. So I said, what can we riff off of comedy, right? What can we riff off? And then it came to me. Comedians and cars getting coffee. Let's riff off of that. I said, what can we do? Well, I mean, I love painting. Uh-huh. I haven't painted in a long time. I used to enjoy it a lot. Uh, so I said, well, Anthony, let's do podcasters in pajamas painting. Jim, this is a great idea. Yeah? I, I, th- I think this is the next big it factor. This is like the, um, what are those, uh, those, uh, those painting, sipping wine, uh, sipping yes. paint nights? Like this, this is going to be the new thing, huh? This is the new thing because I think that like, like the comedians and cars getting coffee. It's fun to have a just good sit down, casual conversation, which is very similar to our show usually. Mm-hmm. It, granted, it has a more of a structured format to it, but podcasting it just comes natural to just have a you know a casual conversation, and then you know something relaxing such, such as painting is fun. And for shits and giggles, why not? Let's you know, be in pajamas. So fuck yeah, dude. Because I don't want to be, dude. I always get up. Here's the thing. I'm the type of person where I don't like. Um, 
I don't like just lounging around in my pajamas all day. Really? Yeah, I really don't. So I always make it a point when I get up in the morning, I'll cook breakfast usually in my pajamas, but then I get dressed right away. Because um, I don't like just lounging around in my pajamas. Really? Yeah, yeah. I never, well, I used to, but then I was like, ah, I don't like doing that anymore. Well, I, I get up, get dressed. So do you judge someone if they still do lounge around in pajamas all day? Oh, hell no. Okay, okay. That's yourself, just, dude. Okay, okay. That's I'm just like, because like, I kind of am. You know, one of the things I love working from home, and I'll say it is a mentality, so it is nice, like, they're starting to, they're going to make us go back into office uh, at least twice a, twice a week coming up in the next couple months. Well, that so, sucks. It does suck, but one of the good things is that it doesn't allow me to sit around in pajamas every day of the week. It does make me actually get dressed professionally. Mm. So well, that would here, be nice. here's the thing: when you go into the office, do you, how do you have to dress? They're gonna. I bet they're gonna try and make it be very. I bet they're gonna try you and go make in it and very, like. I mean, today's today for everybody listening. This is way after fact, but today's this uh, St. Patrick's Day parade in downtown Buffalo. So do, can you go in and kilt? If you went in and a kilt, oh god, no. Would you get in trouble? I think if I went in a kilt, it would cause a reason for there to be a dress code memo sent out. <laughs> I don't think I'd get in trouble, but they'd be like, all right, we get it. You're you're meeting some bit of formality, but now we need to define it so this doesn't become right, the asshole, norm. Stop, stop trying to prove a point. <laughs> like, this is the kid that's like, I'm going to show up to school in a kilt, and you're like, all right, cool, that's your heritage. And you're like, please don't go. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah, what I said. It's going to cause the memo to be sent out. And it's be like, God damn it, Anthony had to be all, look at me, I'm Irish, I'm in my kilt. Are you really Irish? Yeah. Well, oh, nice. Yes, because we, yes, we have done testing. I am I, Irish. Did you do the 23 Me? I've not done the 23 Me. I haven't done anything. Do per- I'll never I have, do that. I haven't done anything personally with uh, my DNA, so I don't know if I am physically Irish. I'm assuming because I've had oh, so Oh, so other much. family members have done it. Family members have gotcha. done it. And I know it's one of the kind of thing that one of the things I thought was interesting when I learned about DNA is that like you can have brothers and siblings have the same parents and still have completely different DNA and be like one of you is Irish and one of you is Italian well, to an extent. Well, well, well. Yes and no. I mean, or you could have different percentages. Like, guess yeah, what? You like, got yeah, because your genes. It would be like your genes. It'd be like your whole gene. Factor. My mother could be twenty three percent Italian and seventy five uh, tw- uh, and. 50 Irish, and then maybe her sister is 55 Irish and maybe 10% Italian just because of the, how much everything's mixed. But like that kind of stuff, mass lays like, whoa. So it's like, when I was like, I don't want to take the test because I like to believe I am more Irish than I. Well, is it that you don't want to take the test or is it because you don't want somebody coming to you in 20 years saying, hey, we've perfected aging? However, in order for us to roll the clock back on you, we need your DNA from whatever time you want to go back to oh, guess what you sent us your 23 and me package 20 years ago we kept some of your dna on file so we'll sell it back to you but we want 10 grand for it oh that's weird i've never thought of it that way that's kind of fucked up is that what's happening is that the th- is that, that is a uh, that is an actual theory that that is out there really that is a ter- that is a terrifying th- terrifying terrifying theory yeah it is because now you're you're holding my dna hostage dude get the fuck out of here hold my well, D- well i mean you can hold of- people hostage you can hold locations hostage you can hold objects hostage how are you gonna hold someone's dna hostage well it's i mean 
I don't know. I've I've never looked into it, but like almost like a sperm bank. Wouldn't that be essentially the same thing? You're paying them yes, to hold on. Yes, but they to- stole it. I go to a sperm bank and willingly give them my 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 friends. Well, hold on. Is it's it, have they come out where have they looked in the contracts to the point of like is it in the very 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 fine print that we have the right to take your DNA? And oh, I have stuff? no idea. I bet that's where it's going to come up on. Listen, you agreed to it when you sent us your DNA in that fine print. Boom. Probably, I don't doubt it. Yeah. But yeah, that's an actual uh, a theory and, and thing that uh, people believe. Oh, God, that wouldn't surprise me if that doesn't happen already. Yeah, yeah. Fucking capitalism, dude. Dude, that's uh, consumerism. Anyway, to get back to what we were saying before, we're doing something different this week. So we're going to do painting, uh, uh, podcasters painting, sorry, podcasters in pajamas painting. And this is going to be Anthony and I's show. Yep, which is good. And I think it's very fun, too, because we are both very different artistically. We have a lot of common ground. If we were, if, if we had to, if we got paired up in high school for a, a project and we had to make a Venn diagram, I think we'd make a very <laughs> a Venn good diagram. Diagram, because we have a lot of very similar interests and common grounds. But then when where we diverge, it's very different. It's like, whoa, how do you all have this in the common? You know, no, dude. Like right here, you're painting something you know, very standard, very classic. Bob Rossi, he's at an easel with the smock and the with the fucking uh, palette with a thumb hole on a board, and there's springs and everything. He's got a whole easel board. Big, yeah. You know, this whole pajama thing would probably be work out a lot better if people could actually see us. Um, but trust us, we are in pajamas. I'm in. I'm in my Deadpool pajamas right now, and then. Look over here on the opposite side. I'm sitting down with a mini in hand. I'm painting a um, a myconoid, which is like a mushroom person in the fantasy D&D realm. So you're painting minis. I'm painting on an easel and a canvas. Yeah, like okay. very, very different. So when did you get into painting minis? Because I know you do D&D. Mm-hmm. Well, when did you get into painting your own minis? Um, I, got in painting, I got into painting minis after for, for my first session of D&D ever. When did you start doing D&D? Um, I want to say it was in November of 2019. And the only reason I have I know that is because I have a picture of it, of the first mini I painted. Um, we, Our friend of ours, uh, Greg Knowlton, was running a session of D&D. It's what my podcast, my D&D podcast grew from, podcasters. He wanted to, after running this one shot, he wanted to do this whole, this whole campaign stuff. And we ended up doing a podcast for it. Um, but Who, Greg Knowlton? Yeah, Greg Knowlton. You know Greg Knowlton? Yes, I went to high school with Craig Knowlton. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew you guys knew him. Um, so that, that's kind of like the whole little weird circle of our little group of friends. But anyway, so I. So how did you he, meet Greg Knowlton? Uh, met him through Matt Johnson. Ah, okay. In, I know in the precinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so he was going to run a D and D one shot, and we all got friends together. And I said, you know what? If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. I went out, bought the book, made the character, came back, made the paint of the minis. Oh, all nice. Good. So right from the get go. And. I was painting a tiefling. I think it technically is part of the sorcerer pack. And I was, I made a, a green tiefling druid that, um, he it was an, it was green, t- uh, elven tiefling, I think with like horn, with like wooden horns. Very, um, if you've seen Witcher, think like the, uh, that one, that one creature in like, I think the second or third episode where, uh, Gerald goes out to see the elves. There's that thing with like the wooden horns. Okay, and so I'm going to tell you right now. You have no idea what that is. Ninety percent of the people listening to this probably have no idea what that is. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> tiefling is I like sure a di- as fuck. Don't I know yeah. what the Witcher is? Yeah, I so, just haven't seen it. And you know, and and I'm I'm going to tell you this too. Ready? Yeah. 
you know Chris is going to say when he hears this, right? He's like, dude, he's like, no, no, exactly. No, 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 no. When he hears the shoes, he's going to say, oh, God, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> I can hear it in my head right now. But um, I, so, no, right from there, I went out, I painted my first mini, and it was just very therapeutic. And I was like, wow, this was really fun, really relaxing. It's kind of very, very enjoyed it. And as I went on, as I went on to DM or become a dungeon master for my, you know, I'm what you call a forever DM. I'm always the DM in the Why? group because of friends. Nobody else wants to do it. Yeah, it's kind of like the always a bridesmaid, uh, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Always it's a like DM. when you get playing hockey growing up and you get sucked into being a goalie all the time. And you're like, well, dude, you're always the goalie. Well, dude, you're the best goalie out of us. Obviously, yeah, you're because the you're the only one who ever does it. Yeah, yeah. dude, come on now. Yeah. What's going on? Um, so that's kind of what happened to me with this. But I enjoy it. But I like painting so much. I like the painting part of it because also as a dungeon master, I create the world. I create the events. I create the encounters. So I plan for everything. So when I'm painting something, I want a red dragon or I want a green dragon. I, I paint it with certain details or something that's like, this is what I'm doing to match the flow of everything else. Mm. I kind of have control over the narrative. I like that. So no, it just kind of amplified. Well, good. Um, yeah, dude, I was never really into art when I was a kid. No. No, like, because um, I'm not good at it. I don't think I'm very good at it. And I know I got, I, I always, I do a lot of um, like self-doubting and like self, like, oh, I'm not good at this. It's so, because I'm a perfectionist. I understand yeah. that. I'm a master of, uh, I'm a, how does that phrase go? I'm a uh, jack of all trades, but a master of none. Yep. Which I heard somebody say this before. They said that they don't like that saying because that's where everybody stops, right? Mm-hmm. And she said, I don't even know, this was something I heard on some Instagram reel. But she says she hates it because that's where everybody stops. She says the real phrase is I'm a jack of all trades and a master of none. But a ma- but a I don't even remember how to fuck it. Uh, like a master to all. How the hell does this go? Um uh, jack of all trades but master of none. But a master of one is still better than none or something like that. I don't know. But there's there's actually more to the the expression. But needless to say, I was not very good at art ever growing up um, no at least i didn't feel like it um there's been some things i got i got i got into because you know how in, in school they always put everybody's artwork in the the art shows so i, I did get an honorable mention on a uh, piece i did once and i was like oh okay because i actually did feel good about that one but for the most part i've never really been an artistic kind of painting type person um as much as i like it and as much as i've come into it in recent years um, got back into it when I was living in California, actually. Really? Was there anything that made you want to paint or was it just like, uh, I'm in California and it's a beautiful Hollywood Hills and I want to paint? Was no, it, it was, no? um, I'll be honest with you. It was my ex. It was? Oh. Yeah. Cause she was very, oh, I don't care. <laughs> I'll talk about it. Uh, okay. Because she was, she was a very artsy person. She did a lot of art, dude. She did a lot like different mediums, um, different styles, different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was like, oh, well, let's paint. Let's sit down. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I'm like, okay, we'll get into painting. I wanna, I'll want i dabble in that. And that's basically what happened. Okay. Okay. Is there a certain medium of painting that you prefer? Um, I don't really have an answer to that question because I really haven't. I, I usually so, just work with these watercolors or okay. these acrylics. Okay. That's not Yeah, bad. the acrylics. Um, I haven't really worked with anything else. All right. I've got to stop it, walking away from the microphone, but I really haven't worked with anything else, so I don't... I mean, I've worked with ink. I've done a little bit of inking, but again, I'm not good at drawing, so... And yes, like, I, I was very always influenced. I always wanted to ink, like, um, what's his name? Um, oh, Ralph Steadman, the guy who did the artwork for a lot of... Um, 
Hunter S. Thompson books and, and things and publications. Uh, so that's why I got into the inking because I was like, oh, I like this. I want to I try and, you know, learn that style and do that, right? Um, and obviously that's not perfect. That's very abstract. Mm-hmm. But still, I'm too much of a goddamn perfectionist. Mm-hmm. It's my curse, man. I don't know if that's like, ready now I'm going to be pompous as fuck. I don't know if that's the artist's curse or, no, but I don't know, dude. I just, I... I Look down upon my work. I have a piece I have hanging in my back room in my bedroom of flowers I did. It's not good by any means, but I'm actually pleased with it. I impressed myself with how it came out. So, put it on. Like if it's gonna be if it's gonna be hung up, it's, I'm at least gonna see it. This deserves to be seen. You want to see it? Well, I just think it looks nice. Nice it adds. You know what I mean? No, I like that. Instead of going out I and mean, buying that, that was the thing. It's it's like when you do your own work, it's nice because instead of having to go out and buy art at the store, yeah, um, or and. Granny, you should always support artists, always, always, always. But sometimes you just want to continue yeah. collecting art and putting art up. Make it yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of. I mean, yes, I understand that. And for a while, when I was painting, oh, 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 are you going to contradict me here, Anthony? No, no, I'm not going to contradict Fucking you. Fucking better not, dude. No, I agree, and I, I you see that? I can That's sympathize. The door. No, I can sympathize because when I was painting minis on the regular. Mm-hmm there was a part of me that really wanted to show them off and put them around. And I was like, I was trying to find ways to want to be able to decorate and like be able to like put up like cases or like to be able to show off, like to be able to make our, Oh, that's a good idea to get a case and put it in. I just don't have space for it. I I, we've tried to, I don't have space for it. If I had a spot like you and maybe I had like, what do you guys, you guys got two bedrooms, right? We have two bedrooms, but still like the bedrooms are small. We don't have spaces for shelves, but on top of it, the one is your office. office. One's going to become, one's one's now going to become a nursery. So I really don't have a spot for it. Oh shit. And it's okay now because I really don't have as many that I would show off on the regular and I don't paint as much because I have what I have. um, But here's the thing. You would want it out in like the living room area where everybody can see it. You know, you don't want to hide it in the back. Unfortunately, the best thing I can relate and think of, and unfortunately it goes to be very campy and very tacky, is it like, think of the cases at that weird uncle or aunt that you would go visit. They had like dragon statues in their living room. Dragon statues? My aunts and uncles never, never had any dragon statues. Or like, do you ever go to like one of your father? Old fancy, old fancy um, like plates maybe. No, no, no. How about, um, how about like one of like your stepfather's like weird, like old school biker friends? And you're just like. Well, here's the thing. I can't relate to that because I don't. Have, I don't even have a stepfather. Do one of your father's old school biker <laughs> friends? My dad doesn't have any biker friends. Do, what about one of your father's like old school friends? And you're like, man, it smells like, in, it smells like um someone someone lit some incense, and uh, no, now oh, there's some dragons. Say, there's can't some dragons in uh, a statue. No, no, not too much. It's almost like you own it, like a, like a no, but shop. I know what you're talking about. I know <laughs> I know the cases you're talking about. But. Like that's kind of what I was thinking of, and ultimately. I don't even have room for that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so I haven't been painting as much. You do, though. You do, though. You do, though. Tell Amber, say, hey, honey, I love you, but you got to get rid of your plants. I need a display case for all my minis. <laughs> I'm going to you tell her that see, when she comes back okay, later for us to discuss Okay, when she comes back stuff. later, I'll tell her that. How that uh, how, we'll see how that oh, yeah. goes. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> you okay there? Yeah, I'm good. I, I sneeze in, in um, multiples. You haven't picked up on that yet. Yeah, you know, I don't think I've ever noticed that. Yep. Amber hates it. She 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 it makes sense now when I think about it because like road trips and stuff, you're always doing that. You you never picked. Yeah, I never picked on it. I never yeah. just yeah. noticed. Nope. Now you now you're not gonna not be like fuck, dude. Enough. I'm like, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna wait until the very end to say bless you. Do you to notice save my Chris, own Chris won't Chris doesn't say it anymore. He goes, I don't say it. 
He doesn't say it at all, not even at the end when you're done. At the very end, bless you. He'll hate it. My other friends are like, nope, that's it. That's all you get. Amber, she'll give me three for the day. She's like, nope, that's it. She's like, hope you don't need it anymore. I'm like, that sucks. But um, back to painting. What real quick? Well, well, hang on, hang on. Let's finish our intro here, dude. Oh wait. So yes, we're doing um, we're doing podcasters in pajamas painting. Yes, Um, we were both in pajamas. We were both painting, but we're not at the studio. We're actually in my apartment. Oh shit, we didn't tell them yet. Yeah, we're in my apartment um, because I figured, dude. I'm not going out in the world in pajamas. Again, I got to get up and get dressed in the morning. No, I'm kidding. I, um, I just didn't feel like going over there because you said you want to do it at the studio or your place. I said, just do it at my place. Here we go. A little Make bit more easy. intimate. Um, again, it's just you and me. We're sitting here painting. I don't got to be over there. No, no. I mean, no reason to. a little bit better doing this here, you know? And honestly, I kind of like the way, like, like we were saying when we were setting up, the mic setups is awesome. And this is one thing I always wanted to do. I always pictured it more realistically uh, as a live stream, but like even recording and doing this and talking while painting is fun. Um, I, I've seen many other painting streams and it's enjoyable to watch, but the mic position and the setup has always been like, man, how do we do it? How do you do it? So it's, con- so it's comfortable. And you got the right angle and everything with the oh, table. So you want to give people kind of like a uh, behind the scenes. So what I did was I dragged my kitchen table um, and Anthony didn't help. He just no, kind of sat not. there and I, watched. He- uh, no, 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 no. I did this all before you got here. But I basically just dragged my kitchen table into the uh, into the living room and then just kind of set up everything up around that. He's on one side of the table, I'm on the other, and we're good to go, man. It worked out pretty good. It, I was it, thinking about doing it over at the desk, but I'm like, I don't know how we're going to get all the no, art this stuff is here. This is this perfect open room style. This is yeah. very Just don't very get nice. shit on the carpet. No, it shouldn't be. Did I tell you what happened? I told what, Chris this. What happened? I was, um, I was smoking in my apartment. I was going to ask. Does Cigarettes. It does um, in my marijuana, apartment. no cigarettes. cigarettes. It cigarettes? cigarettes. No, and it dropped out of my hand onto my carpet. And I was like, "Shit!" Because I'm like, I'm gonna be that person with a fucking hole in their carpet that was burned there. So I pick it up, and the cherry fell out of the end. And I'm like, "Oh no, dude!" I'm like, "How am I gonna get this? Because it's smoking and it's still hot." And I'm like, "But I gotta be quick." So I just kind of. Yeah, I just kind of grabbed it. But then when I grabbed it, it fell apart. <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn it. No, you just you, you repacked the cherry. You're, you're fine with that. But it's... no, it didn't, I, it didn't end up burning the carpet. So, uh, But don't get paint on my carpet. That's kind of what I'm trying to say here. Don't fuck my carpet don't, up. Because I, 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 I want my security deposit back, um, even though they're probably going to have to replace the carpet anyway. Okay. Right. But I don't want it to have to be because of me. Got it. Wait, what? But you don't want to have to... Got it. Yes. I don't want them yes. to say we're replacing it because of you when it needs to be replaced anyway. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, they're going to get you regardless. Like, when we moved out of the house, we did, we left that fucking place spotless. We got security deposit back. Well, I've always got my full security deposits back. I've never gotten... It's got to take care of my place, dude. I first one. I don't know if we did. I mean, it's easy. I don't have dogs. I'm not saying we were messy at the first spot. I think the first spot just they were it was bad moving it. It was a place was crappy. That was uh that was the house, right? No, 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 no. That was Virginia. That was down on that was the big that was the big um the big white building with the red door. Where the where the top floor the floor was slanted. By the cemetery? Yeah. Up the street from there? The yep. place you just moved out of before we moved into the place you're in now. No, no, no. This is on Virginia. On Virginia Street, this was downtown, like right around the corner from Allen. Like I used to live downtown. Oh, see, I didn't. I've never seen that yeah. place. Oh yeah, no, you you went about there. Um, 
but we are and we are there in the floor, like the we are on the top floor, third floor, and the floor was like actually slanted. Like you put like <laughs> a ball, and it would go <laughs> like. Well, my my mine does it, but it's not too bad. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, oh, it's not that bad. As you walk, you're you're like, oh shit, man, um, it's gonna give out at some point. It's bad. But hey, man. Yes, but nonetheless, here we are. I know we keep fucking jumping around. God damn, it's all good. Stay on track. Uh, so, so yeah, so here we are. Uh, we're painting in my apartment. Um, it's just going to be kind of a chill conversation. Not too much going on. Um, we're not going to stick to this typical uh, structure of the original show. Um, just because, again, we do want this to be different, kind of like when Chris and I have our, our, our hardly a history. Uh, we don't stick to the basic formula of the show. We don't nope. bring a news article. We don't talk bills, even though there is a lot of bills to talk right now. Uh, some major things happened in the last week or two uh, since we've talked to Aaron last. But we'll brief we'll everybody Aaron. on that. Uh, oh. Next time when Erin's able to be here and, yeah. and not botch it because I know she'll give you shit, um, but I don't feel confident enough to not botch something where she's going to give me shit. So I don't want that shit. Oh, so. yeah. No, it's not fun. When you get when you get shit given to you from Erin, you're like, damn it. You feel real bad because you're like, shit. So, yeah. Um, but anyway. And so I have what we call, was it great, the great, the great plague, um, the great curse, uh, Gray Army. You, you hear the term a lot in the Warhammer community. Wait, Warhammer? No. What you're painting? Yeah, because... Uh, I don't know what Warhammer is. Uh, uh, Warhammer, for those out there in the, like, the tabletop community, people that, that are um, wasn't that, um, wasn't that the game on the computer? What would, uh, uh, World World of War, you're thinking of yeah, World, of World of Warcraft. Warcraft. Wow. God, That's from Blizzard. Feel, damn, that's so long ago. Uh, no, World, uh, Warhammer is... So when you think of like tabletop games like miniatures... You think either D&D, which is like little fantasy adventures, or you see and think uh, Warhammer, which is like the giant vast armies of like, like Master Chief commanders and like aliens and shit. And big, big thing that happens is people go out and they'll get a whole bunch of minis from either like as a dungeon master because you want to paint them all, or you have an army that you're going to go play with other people with. And now you have to paint so, so- all of these individual things. And it becomes daunting because you have a box of like, it's like a, you got the box of gray in the closet because it's all your minis that need to be painted. As you can see, so they're it, all, how long does it typically take you to paint a mini? I mean, I guess it depends on the size. Yeah. Size, detail, how quality, if you have, I know you painted that one for Chris, that thing, uh, I forget what it's called. Um, the Jot the Jotun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that right there, that took me about that detail. Because you had, you printed that too, didn't yeah, you? I printed that. Ah, uh, okay. I mean, printing aside, I mean, that's just one thing that comes with like an added layer of anxiety when you have like the like that ADD, the ADD that makes you uh, sporadic the, 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 and scatter. And, and, and a stutter too. This huh? little stutter. <laughs> it makes you sporadic and like your activities are kind of like, um, you can't stay on track. And then the anxiety of like, oh no, I'm not done yet. It should look better. I know I can get more detailed coupled it just is a it's a pain in the ass the thing for chris that i painted it, three days maybe mm, laying, okay. ba- laying down base colors blending getting all the detail in the tone right adding all the bony adding all the uh all the highlighting in the shadow so it do, so, yeah, dude, so it blended look good. good there's a lot of detail in that and then on top of it i like to go hardcore so like big monsters and big creatures will have a base feature and i'll like have it make it look earthy watery snow i can do lay i can do effects and all that kind of stuff so i go hardcore so when I, all my minis don't look to like 
the top of what I know I can do, it's very discouraging. And it beats, Dude, and it beats up on you mentally. And it's horrible. And that's, again, that's why like, I don't paint that much because I don't think I'm that good. Like, I'm looking at what I'm painting now, and I'm like, oh, God, this is not how I pictured it in my fucking head. Like, what the hell? Like you said, art is subjective, dude. No, no, I know, I know. And then, and then you know what? I got to go back and do detail yet, so we'll get there. So that's one thing I, I like about painting minis. It's almost kind of like a, um, almost like a paint, paint by numbers in a way. Well, I almost bought one yesterday. I was at the mall, and I saw one. I said, oh, I should buy this and then just paint this tomorrow. You know what it was? What? It was the, the original Creep Show. The, the movie back from the 80s. Oh, it wow. Was paint by numbers. Oh, that's like cool. The, the poster for it. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I, like, I, I, I should do that. But I was like, nah, I don't feel like spending 20 bucks. See, what I like about minis is kind of almost like a 3D paint by numbers because it gives you the, it gives you the object that you need to paint. You got to paint this thing. And there should be some sort of pattern. So, you know, pick your hair, paint something for hair and skin tone. And, you know, in this case, I'm painting a mushroom. So I'm going to go with some trippy, funky looking colors with it. You're painting and, a mushroom? That's yeah, a mushroom? It's a mushroom person. Oh, a mushroom person. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't yeah. see that. I didn't see the um, the hat there. It's a myconoid. Um, it is the fungal queen. If you're if you if you actually play D anD D or Warhammer or anything of that stuff, and you buy miniature Reaper uh, Reaper miniatures, it's all brand and everything. So, so if, you, if you know, you get know all this shit, dude. Game stores, dude. Yeah, get it from a game store. Get it online. Um. Like, if I wanted to go out right now, right here, where would I go? Oh. I was like, for this kind of stuff, you can go to Hyatt's over on Elmwood. Okay. Uh, you can go, like, anywhere. Oh, no. Obviously, stuff I'm using anywhere, so, dude. So when I say game stores, I mean your tabletop game stores. So go to your your local game stores that would have, like, your board games and stuff. There's one in, um, I was, where was I yesterday? So, I was just in the Walden Galleria yesterday. There's one there now. Yep, there's one in the Walden Galleria. That one's not bad. I prefer Dragon Snacks and Games. They're on Maple, right around the corner from the Boulevard Mall and the Delta Sonic and the Premier Liquors. Oh, they're um, right there near that adventure store, right? Yep, they're right next. They're right yeah, in that yeah, plaza yeah, that adventure that store. store, and I love them. They're they're awesome. They're fun. They're super help, super helpful whenever I go in. But they always have you know one section. One wall is all about board games and fun stuff, and then the other wall is usually your D and D miniatures and your minis and your. Is it like your, Barnes and Noble where they got to put it behind the counter because people no. go in there and steal it? No, well, <laughs> I don't know if people would steal from there. I mean, I don't know. Maybe people do, but there's some stuff behind the counter that is super high priced. Um, What's the most expensive one you've ever bought, dude? Miniature? Yeah. How big is a miniature? To, how small does it have to be? Any of these big? things. Uh, to me, any of these things that you paint for D&D. To, and, so and to I me, have they're all miniatures. I have a $300 boat. God damn, dude. And it's that big? Is this wide? Three layered? Has got removable mass? Holy um, post. Fuck. Um, it is to scale for like, if you were to have a, if we wanted to have a sea adventure right here, I have the mat for water right now. I can put a boat down and we can have a Kraken take it down. We could play fucking, fucking Pirates huge, of the Caribbean. We could do Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Now that's not one you had to paint though. Yes, I do have to paint it. I'm half, I'm, I'm half, But I've, you haven't painted it yet. I've got chunks of it in base colors. It's so big that I actually have to get, if I want to paint it in one passing by myself, I'm going to have to do it via airbrush or spray paint. I, I'm not going to be able to paint have it by brush. Have you ever airbrushed before? Um, yes. I've got a cheap, I got a very cheap kit. I bought a, like a $40 one and it works for mini stuff, like little tiny, de- like this one it actually probably would be better for. Okay. But the boat is so big that it can't keep the pressure going consistently. So it's like... Oh, when you're making yeah. swipes? Yeah, when I'm doing swipes and everything, I can't hit it in a good good enough pass. Hmm. But I have, like... I've got quite a lot of stuff for D&D. 
Well, actually, I have some shit here in a box. I'm going through all my old Legos, dude. Dude, you're that was Legos? another idea I okay. had for this today too. Instead of, but I wanted to keep it with the you know comedians and cars getting coffee at CCC. I had to keep it PPP. So I was like, podcasters in pajamas playing with Legos. I'm like, nah, because there's an L in there. So I said, all right, we'll do painting. But uh, yeah, I'm going through all my old Legos, and there's some things in there that I'm going to get rid of. So if you want them. So I'll let you look at them later. But so I'll tell you this one. I found it. I'll be more than happy to check through them. Um, so there, I saw earlier, not earlier, last night. I was looking through my phone for just some. I see what new apps are out there, and I found new apps. A, I know that I, it's going to connect. There's a Lego app that a Lego has app? the different sets on it, and when you click, it tells you the instructions for the different sets. Oh, that's kind of cool. So I wonder what it would do if it's like, hey, if you want to build this, you need to have these parts. So if you have like boxes, should see if there's any. Well, you any... can also just go and get the individual pieces. I guess you could do that because you too. can go to the Lego store and get the individual pieces. Um, there's a store. There's actually a store in North Tonawanda over by you know where uh, Pulp Seven One Six is. Yes, it's right up the street from there. There's an actual Lego store in there where they got just bins, and you can go in and buy um, piece by piece. You can go in. He's got all kinds of sets. They got people. Uh, Really, I wasn't that as I wasn't as impressed as I thought I was going to be going okay. in there. Uh, but I mean, if you're looking for Lego pieces, you're going to get them there. Okay, okay. See, I was a Lego kid growing up. Was there a certain? So was set? I. So were you like Lego City or? Oh was, no, you what, know what, what I loved? I loved the uh, that adventure one that was like Indiana Jones. That makes sense. Yeah, because it, you know I love Indiana Jones. That makes right? sense. Yeah. Um, and I ended up getting one of those sets, and all the parts are in there, and I think I want to go back and. Because I have the book for it still. i got to really search for all the pieces because they're all mixed in. Or you just go, go to the store and just buy the pieces for that you need. Yeah, but then i got to spend more money. I, when I have all the pieces already, I'll just sift through there. It'll take me longer. There we go. Keep it's, almost like a, it's almost like a jigsaw puzzle. And, well, and I did the, the office one, and I feel like, yo, this was fun, but it just went by way too fast. So my only thing with Legos is, so me and Amber started doing jigsaw puzzles, and she made a comment of like trying to, like, maybe we'll get a, maybe we'll get a Lego next. And I was like, Here's the thing. Legos cost Legos co- Legos are Oh expensive. my god. Dude, I was when I was at the mall last night, they had um You've seen the mall there, right? The store there? Um yes. Okay, so you know the, the they have the big window in front where they have a bunch of sets on display. Mm-hmm. So they had a new one in there and it was Rivendell from Lord of the Rings where they're uh, putting the fellowship together. Yeah. Okay. $500, dude. Because I was like, that's really cool. I want that. And I'm like, not for $500, I'm not. I was going to guess three ninety nine. dollars So no, with $500. Tax, with tax, we're looking at least five twenty five. No. I don't know. I can't do that tax. Math. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I said, no, not for $500. That's like the um, the Home Alone house. That's like $300. i am like, oh, my God, dude. Oh, no. That's, see, see, that's the thing. Legos are just too expensive. Nope. Yes, they are, and the cheaper version was always Mega Blocks growing up, but I hated Mega Blocks because they were trash, and they Dude, sucked. You know what? Mega Blocks had a few building kits that were pretty cool. I, I see. We did a lot of... Yeah, but the quality air, on them, though, dude. The large-scale vehicles were good. Not the little tiny kits. Like, I had a Mega Blocks blue uh, jet. That a was blue like jet, like yeah, a it was military like jet, yeah, or it was like, like an airplane. It was like the Blue Angels, almost like blue and yellow, ah, okay. and it had like the wings and everything. It was about this big, wings slightly shifted. Damn. We glued. I I built it as a kid. I glued it. Um, we used to have. I used to have it hanging. 
I had for the Harry Potter, like my, or for the Legos, I had Harry Potter Legos. Oh, me and my mom used to do them. Um, I mean, I used to love building big you kits. You and your mom, dude? Yeah. My mom used she to do. She didn't always hang out with Chris? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to, I had to throw one of those oh, in there good. someplace. That was good. That's good. <laughs> and um, two Brute? Two? Um, no, that's cool, dude. You know what I used to do? You know what I, uh, when I was a real little kid, we would collect popsicle sticks from our popsicles, right? Okay. And yes. I would, I started gluing them all together and starting to make a boat out of it and a ship out of the popsicle sticks. Okay. And I just remember that as a kid doing arts and crafts like that. Well, it says there was a simpler time, dude. It was, no, it was easy. You didn't a fucking, fucking cares. used popsicle sticks could keep me occupied for hours. Dude, used popsicle sticks and a bottle of glue. I mean, you have something to play with. You have something to eat right there. I mean, you're set to go for the day. Yeah, that's true, dude. Simpler times for sure. But, um, you okay? Yes, Am- Amber is just saying that she's going to head home and just we'll just let her know when, when we're done so she'll come back. Oh, she's, okay. I figured, I, I didn't think she was going to stay on the island for long. Oh, that's okay, dude. Um, anyway. Sorry about that. No, 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 you're good. We can take a commercial break. Hello, friend. My name is Rudy. I used to be gynecology in Cuba. Now I sell car here in America and TDN Arosel. TDN Arosel! What do we have? We have car. We have motorbike. We have a guy that, but somebody is stolen. It's not there. I am a Cuban gynecologist and American auto salesman. I want to liberate this Chevy Impala from the car lot. I need to free the mice, the Ford Explorer. We are on official inspection station. Do you have bad credit? Start the revolution. People with bad credit driving everywhere. This is our address. Our phone number pre-qualified in this website. Tiny Island, 10 desperados who will do anything on television. No food, a massive pile of cocaine, and tons of relapses. Reality finally gets real on CNT. Cruising down the street in my fresh new ride. When this car came from nowhere, it hit us from the side. I was injured real bad. Thanks to Arrowhead Clinic, I got treated real fast. So don't waste another minute. Down 770961 pain. 770961 pain. If you've been injured in a car wreck and in need of a check, down 770961 pain. They can treat you for your injuries first. And if you ask, they can recommend a lawyer to get what you deserve. And this summer at Harley Awesome Studios, true love finds a new way. I don't know. Oh, God. I don't know. What are you talking about, you and Amber? No, I, I honestly know that's not what I was wanting. I was trying to like riff on like some kind of of ad or some new season dropping to Harley Awesome Studios, and I have no idea for the show other than that liner. That's well, we so, don't have any other shows. I know there's no other show. I know. Oh, speaking of shows, what's up? I mean, probably not now, but weren't you going to see about bringing back um, vinyl divers? Vinyl divers, dude. So I kind of had the vibe a little bit uh, at the very end of the solo show. Because here's the show. thing. Because here's the thing. 
Yeah, because I think that's where you were mentioning, or you were mentioning it to, to Chris and I after the fact. And here's the thing: like, yes, I know you're 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 getting in the mindset again, still really early, but getting in the mindset of being a father. Yeah, your time diff, uh, your, your time um, disbursement's going to have to be very different. Mm-hmm. But vinyl divers is one that, for the most part, you can just do by yourself on your own. So here's just the thing. make sure you're consistent. That's all. So vinyl divers, if I bring it back as a solo show for myself. It is going to be very plain. I'm going to have it very. I'm going to have it try to. Have, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and have it very structured. Okay. How it used to be, but I want to take a different approach to it. Try and you know, be a little more serious with it because. See, I haven't listened I'm, to it in a long time. Obviously, because Jim, there's no new episodes. But I'm tired of podcasting and not getting any any payment or anything from it. I know that there. I we. I know I haven't pushed as hard as I have in the past to try and like get sponsors and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Like vinyl divers, that was a spot that I should have been. I should have tried to be more proactive on getting people to actually well, sponsor and on. And that's the thing, and that dude. Is it's marketable, man. Dude, it's music. Just get a fucking just just find someone that needs something music that needs to have it pushed. And vinyl divers could do it. But when yeah, I have, look at Trev, dude. Exactly. Look how good Trev's doing with his music in the Boston area. You could do that here. But with the Buffalo scene, because let me tell you, dude, I don't know what the Buffalo podcast music scene looks like, um, but there's quite a bit of fucking local musicians that love to go out and promote their shit, man, when they got an album, a show, something coming up. No, you were right. And I, I, I've thought about it. market for it here. Chris was talking about possibly bringing it back and seeing if I'd want to bring it to like Harley Awesome, like do it be like a show where it's like, hey, we all break this down and we bring the music together as a group. And I would be against it. Here's the thing. Like you said, though, I'm going to be a dad. My time is going to be dispersed. If that's I, why I'm saying, dude. So if you brought it back yourself and just did it. So, I mean, I, you know I, mean, I, mean? I can easily bring it back myself. And I don't know. This kind of goes into, like, going to be a dad. And I'm sure, I mean, obviously, people, fathers out there are, gonna, are probably listening to me going, dude, you have no idea what your time is going to look like. You, you think you're going to do this and it's going to be very different. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. But I'm not trying to be oblivious and, and think that I'm not going to have time at all anymore. I'm just going to be like, all right, there's now a kid that we need, need to operate with. We need a couple. Yeah, you just got to bring it into the equation. Yeah, which we can do. So like, like, and this got brought up last week with my friends asking me about D and D. They're like, how lo- how much longer is D and D going to last? And I'm like, what do you mean? They go, well, and that's a good question, dude. Well, I do. I go, what do you mean? The party of, fr- of the group of friends that come over our house that is so excited about having a kid around the table that they can now pass. They can pass. That they can just pass around. Like at our table, we have one, two, three, four, four people that love children. That will want that. Are like I can't wait to hold the kid. And Amber's like, well, I'm just gonna you know have a little one on my on my side. I'm sure it'd be different when they're crying and they're feeding. It's gonna be very very different. And all the other parents that are like, oh, you think it's gonna be that easy? But at least that's what we try. That's what me and Amber are talking. We're like, no, we have friends over. Obviously, first first half year or so is gonna be very different and busy. Well, Anthony, I just want to say I wanted to give you some space here on the show to be able to talk. Yeah, man. Because, but <laughs> sorry, but but for podcasting is the same thing. Is that like, listen, like, you no, know, obviously we have to adjust for kids, but there's not that much time that for if we were to do a show together, say, hey, we want to do a music show together, we just need to figure what, out the what the schedule us? is. If we were to do like vinyl divers as a group, we could totally do that. I nah, just, dude, I don't, I don't know enough to be able to talk about music like that, dude. No, no, I really don't. As cool as that would be. I can't, I, I'm not well-versed. Like, there's this expression called fake it till you make it. That's me when I talk about music. Because really? I'm not versed in music. Really? 
Yeah, dude, that's kind of how like podcasting is in general at the beginning, though. You fake, you you, you, well, you, you yeah, fake no, the conversation to like, all right, yeah, we we know what we're talking about now. I mean, that's true. That's kind of podcasting in general. It's just kidding, guys. Just kidding. There's a lot of people out there podcasting that actually know what they're talking about, us included. Um, but, I mean, that's kind of that is sort of what I did with Vinyl Diaries at the very beginning, and I got very self conscious about it, and that's kind of why I let a lot of my solo podcasting stuff just drop. Is that I got self conscious when I was talking to my just myself. Dude, dude, that's do, the worst. I hate doing solo. That shows. is literally the worst. Yes, like when I have to to peel the curtain back to people who might be interested about how podcasting works on the back end. Um, like when Chris can't record for Out of Shadows and I have to do my own episode, I'm like, oh, dude, just because I hate. First of all, I hate the sound of my voice. Um, I get used to that. But well, I mean, yeah, obviously, but but I hate just sitting there trying to. I, I always feel like I'm forcing it, like I'm trying to. Forced to carry the show, you know what I mean? Yes, I do understand what you mean. Um, think of it this way: it's a different type of show when you when you're trying to do a two partner show solo, and that's why I think Vinyl Divers fell. To, well, I don't even know how you did that. That's the thing. That's that's the thing. Vinyl Divers. I presented it. I tried to present it as a solo show, but I was. I've never, never, I'd never done a solo show. So it was always awkward because I was waiting for someone else to comment in rather than just saying, fuck it, I'm steering the car. This is what we're doing now. And when I did the solo show without, without you and Chris, that's kind of how I took the energy. It was like, and I, I joked about saying like, ah, it's almost like I channeled my inner Bill Burr. No, I'm nowhere, <laughs> I'm nowhere you near know. that level. <laughs> I know. I know I'm nowhere near that level. 100% not trying to. No, I'm just saying, you know what Chris will say to that. I know. I'm, I'm going to get shipped. <laughs> Bill Burr. But. And, and no, 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 but that's where you're looking at. That's, that, that's, that, I get you, because that's where you're looking at for inspiration of, oh, how the watch, fuck am I going to tackle this show? Kind of like me with, the, with our show here. Like, All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch a couple episodes of that show, see how they do it, and, and just kind of, um, kind of mold it to what we do on our show, you know? Exactly. Like, I, I just kind of, and that's why I was like, you know what, let me look at the layout for the show. Let's talk about, like, the normal stuff so people still have somewhat of, like, nor- normalcy. And then when I did Vinyl Divers, it was like, all right, let's see how, how and I kind of asked myself, what would I do? How would I do Vinyl Divers if I was still doing it but now with my experience and just, I don't want to say my confidence, but dude, self-confidence, like, no, you, 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 it's you're way be, better than me in that regard because Chris will be like, Hey Anthony, go over and tell this person this. And you're like, okay. Right. And you go over and do it. No, I can't do that. No, see, I, it's not even, I'm not even like a brag of like how good my self-confidence is. Self-confidence is because it's not good. It's you no, know, it's one thing I've been working on, but it's growth. And that's, I could, I felt that when I did my when I did the solo show is that it was like wow three years ago this would have given me anxiety the entire time, but the minute we I hit record I said we the minute I hit record and I start talking, it was like boom right back in the chair ah uh, laughing around joking myself I, I went right in I was like all right let's do a break here all right we're gonna come back over here we'll do this there all right we're gonna come back and there's a few times that I went back and I re-edited just in the moment because I was able to start a conversation a different way. So, I mean, rather than going back and fi- fixing it in post, which is a little bit nicer by doing it as a solo show. What I like, though, is that when I got out, Amber goes, did you record yet? I go, yeah, I just got done. She goes, oh, I thought you were talking to someone. So your home studio, right? Because I know you got a wicked yep. studio. You got your own studio, your own like area. 
your own like on the outside you got two rooms it's a double room you got the whole sound bar board on the one side when you first walk in with the glass and then there's the recording yes. instruments yes. on the other side yes i actually but rented do out- you have a red live light that lights yes up? i actually have i actually you forgot i re- i rented out sonny bono to be there in studio with me to oh, make nice, sure everything dude. was going good yeah no we <laughs> I, I wish that's how, just, that's how i would so you love just, it you just record in the um in our in our office when we're not working. Ah, oh, dude, these colors. No, oh, I put too much black in here. It's okay. Fuck. It's okay. Well, that's so cool. Guess what? So you're adding your low tones and your under your under lighting right now. Base it heavy so that you can really really fucking pop the highlights. Yeah, I don't know how to do any of that, Anthony. <laughs> or what you do is you do your under you do your under lighting right now before you hit hit it with your darks. That way you preload it. Um, like right now, if I'm going to, if I'm going to paint this person, I'm probably going to hit a whole bunch of pink much better from this angle so that when I hit it with the normal darks again, this pink will shine through underneath the regular paint. Sorry guys. This, I, this is really, as he sits there and paints a mushroom, you're going to paint it like what red spot, red, red with white spots. No, I actually have one with red with white spots. I don't know oh, what do I'm going to do on the very top. Yep. I did. I did a whole set of them. <laughs> um, so anyway, speaking of bringing things back, Vinyl Divers, um, what kind of shows did you used to watch as a kid, Anthony? What kind of shows? Well, I don't want to say as a kid, but when you were a younger man, when you were... So g- when you give, me, were... Give, me, give, me a t- give me a five-year gap. What, what ages? Uh, well, for me, when I watch the show, I'm going to bring this back to. Um, oh, God, I don't know. Maybe like middle you... school, high school. Okay, middle school, high school. Um, Matt, Cartoon Network was always key. Cartoons. Okay. Cartoon. What about what about live action shows? Live action. Power Rangers is always. I mean, I'm not, not. I mean, not a shame. Yeah, Power Rangers is all. Power Rangers as always. Live action shows. Um, oh, you know what? Doctor Who. Well, no, Doctor Who. I'd want to say is post high school. Nickelodeon had to go to live action shows. I was a fan of the Zoe 101. I oh no, iCarly, fucking phenomenal. Me and my sister loved that show. Okay, what about what about like more adult type shows? And uh, I don't mean like and I don't mean like adult adult, but like like material. If that makes any sense, you mean like I don't mean like pornos. Okay, uh, yeah. So like see, USA Network, TNT, dramas, uh, ABC. Trying to think, man. Back in high school, I did a. I loved. I loved a lot of fucking just comedy. Back in high school, just I did a lot of drugs, so I don't really remember. <laughs> no, man. I was watching a lot of cartoons. I used to watch Adult. Um, adult Swim. Adult Swim. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Let's bring that back for another uh, week. <laughs> nope. Regular show, Adventure Time. Those are cartoons. Okay, so yeah, man. Um, let me get down to my world. point here. Yeah, where are you going with this? Let one? me get down to my point here. What's your what's what's your opinion here on? Um, Bringing shows back that were once were, and when I say once were, I mean like they were once really good shows that were on TV. There's really not a reason to bring this back. That '70s show was one of my. I don't know if that's where you're okay. going with it, but well, like that '70s show that you want to say a, lo- a live action show that I watched on the regular as a kid. That's that '70s show back. I watched. Yes, I watched. Yes, that but they did it good, right? School. So there's no problem with that. But there's always that anticipation building up to it. Oh fuck, dude! Like the new Scream movie, Boy Meets World. A uh, girl meets world. Girl meets world. That see, one. I never even gave that a shot because I knew it was going to be that new Disney style. And oh, I'm like, it ruined nah, it. Dude. It was horrible. They disnified yeah. it. Which is which is fine. You know what? They're doing it for a different generation. That wasn't for me. That's fine. But like, again, 
I've said this before. I'll say it again. Bring me something original, right? Yep. So why? Okay, so so what started? What so, started? What started this whole? Did you like, ever watch the show Psych? No. Okay. But what I heard about, about it? What about? Because uh, I used to like that one too. What about Monk? No, but I heard about that. Really? You never watched Monk. Like Monk? No. Okay. Because they're bringing Monk back. They're doing a reunion. So it's not like they're going to redo it. They're just bringing all the cast back. But it's going to be a movie. Say I like that. Yeah, Depends. I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's so, going to come down to how the movie yeah. is. Okay. You know what? Because they did it. They did the same thing with, uh, but then they ended up trying to do the series. But they did the same thing with um, Sex in the City. Not that I ever watched Sex in the City, but. So I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. So here's the thing is that I didn't watch a lot of live action shows back in high school, but one I actually did watch a lot of Chuck. Loved Chuck. Never watched Chuck. Chuck is fucking. What's Chuck about? What, when, Chuck, what channel was Chuck on? I think Chuck was NBC. I believe it was NBC. Oh, okay. Chuck is about a um, your your geek squad guy. He's a as a Harvard or MIT dropout, Stanford dropout. Um, super fucking brilliant, smart. Works at your Best Buy essentially in their IT tech squad. He accidentally receives a government video sent to him in an email from an old college roommate. Oh Jesus! That encodes in his brain via a series of. Um, pictures government secrets and just training so he'll be outside eating dinner and look at this person that looks possibly like an assassin or hitman because he looks tough and has a scar and that scar flashes on him because of a painting of from da vinci that was encoded with a hundred secrets it's it's we it's called weird, flash. Dude. Oh, it's it's almost like um that is not what I ever thought that show was. Oh, about. He, it flashes and then he's like, oh my god, that's a that's a so and so hitman from this country that was a uh, part of this assassination that really was part of shooting down JFK. Oh my god, JFK was an assassin. JFK like he just gets flooded with a bunch of information and knowledge, and he has a an, uh, an NSA handler and a CIA handler. He's a handler. He has two handlers, one from NSA, one from the CIA. Jesus. And they both are to make sure that no one figures out he has a supercomputer inside of his head that is the government's secrets. That was accidentally installed there. Yes, and it leads from there. And, and moving forward, it, it gets further and further on, and the, he gets updated, and it's called the Intersect. And it, it's like a program, and it just keeps getting you know, iOS updates, basically. And it has this great goofy comedy sense you know, great this great goofy comedy humor with this just adventure of the week almost i, I highly recommend and it used to watch that to i love it and if they were to come back right now and make a movie same cast i would be like let's see where we're fucking at i would i would be all for it because how it left off was one of those like wait like i'm i've never been happy at such a like an like a very sad ending in a way kind of like okay. a, the ending didn't go as i thought it was gonna go and it was one of those like man i i, I want to see how this like how do they move forward on the after this so i'd be very interested to see a movie to see where it goes with that cast that was a fun cast well yeah sorry wow dude i didn't know i'd want to see that that badly i would love to, i would love to see a chuck reunion um well there's no chuck reunion that i'm aware of but there is going to be a monk reunion. I'm kind of excited for it, dude. Not going to lie. 
So I used to love that show, dude. That show was awesome. You know what? You know what it was about, right? Isn't he a like a detective or a cop? Yeah, he was a. It was Tony Shalhoub. He played Monk. He was a, a an OCD detective. Mm. He was like OCD. He was a germaphobe. And it was just really funny because they would play on his phobias and all his fears, and he'd always like. How does a fucking OCD, uh, uh, germaphobe detective work on murder cases? When you're in disgusting crime scenes and you're looking at half-decayed bodies, and I mean, that's really morbid, but you know what I mean? So it's kind of funny to put somebody in that kind of scenario. Kind of fucked up as um, well. And he's really good because he's, he's very, I don't know, nowadays we'd probably say he's on the spectrum a little bit. Um, just because of, and, and I mean, maybe not, maybe not. Just because of the way he's able to analyze, uh, he's got this like heightened sense of awareness. So maybe that doesn't even mean that. Maybe he's just way more attuned to what the fuck is going on around him than the rest of us. Hence, this was pre-cell phone times. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited for it. I don't know where it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be in theaters, but this is one I'll give him a pass on. I'll give him a pass on this. Otherwise, give me new shit. So that's the thing. Well, that's kind of a... That's... I wouldn't expect something new from that. You're going in to see a pick a pick me up, so you you are going to see kind of like new, a check in to see where these people are at. Yeah, that's different. Um, I, I actually saw I, I went through and I watched Entourage last year, two years ago. Ah, oh, I still never finished. I got up to like season three, dude. Same um, with um, same with Sons of Anarchy. I always get up to season three and then stop. I went through Entourage and watched it all the way through. Very much a, a dude show. This is very much like you, oh hell yeah yeah. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of things in that show. I don't know if you'd get away with anymore. Oh no, you definitely would not get away. You would not get away with a lot of stuff on that show now. And it, it makes me want to really know: Is this what it's like at the inside of Hollywood? Is this really what it is like for the actors that are in big, like the the stuff that's going on? Like, is like oh, is this supposed to be a commentary on certain people? One thing that just throws me is that like Harvey Weinstein is in there. Multiple like times. actual Harvey Weinstein? I believe I believe Or somebody it. playing him. I believe it's Harvey Weinstein playing Harvey Weinstein. Oh, okay. And it's one of those like you're making commentary on people and you're having him in here. So like what's what's really what like, it makes me want to know the inside. Anyway, whole show's fun. I like I, I watch all the way through, find out they have the movie about it. And I like that the movie comes back in with a check-in. Like this is where we're at. So many years later. Oh, see, that's the thing. I went and saw the movie on. before I saw any of the show. You did, um, and I barely remember the movie because I fell asleep. Oh, nah. The movie. See, knowing the movie, the movie just was like kind of like a here. Listen, this is a, this is an hour and a half long episode. Here you go, and you're like, all right, cool. That's the extended episode I never got to finish with for the season finale. You know. Oh, you're not. Yeah, I know now. Sorry, I had to step away. <laughs> I was like, why is the motherfucker not, not answering me? You really didn't know I walked away, dude? Why? Well, I, I was like, because I was like, what if it was you're already? in your zone over there painting your mushroom man, man? Damn, I'm just hitting some colors on this right now. Better, better paint a mushroom man than a meth methamphetamine, I guess. <laughs> you know what? Don't I'm make, sorry, dude. <laughs> no, my wife makes fun of me for my mispronunciations as well. I just thought it was funny. I thought it was really funny. Like, what the fuck did he just say? You know, I used to say Lo Mang. Lo Mang? Like for Lo Mang? Yeah. Chris used to call me out for saying Nonkeys. Saying what? Nonkeys, I know. What, what no- are you trying to say? What is it? Nokies. Like the like, Italian food? Yes. I thought it was gnocchi. 
Gnocchi. I'm sorry, Gnocchi. That's it. Well, don't don't listen to or me. It's, Maybe it's, I'm it's, wrong. It's, I don't it's, know. Well, I used to call Gnocchi's as, and it's just one of those things. Like, Our that's how Italian we listeners are going to hate us, dude. I know. Well, listen, this we're is, not Italian. This is, I used to get at an Italian restaurant. I used to be like, I want Gnocchi's, and no one ever corrected the child. So that's on my, that's not on me. <laughs> no one ever corrected me. There is a lot of adults at that table. But yeah, I get yelled at for my mispronunciations. She's so, not Italian, right? Amber? Yeah. No. Oh, oh, dude. No. Dude, you should know that. That's no, your no, wife. No, that no, is the well, future well, mother of your I, unborn child. You should know that. Well, I'm trying to think. No, because part of her part of her was very mixed, but it's no, because it's all like English. It's, it's like English, Dutch, Scottish. It's all like North. She uh, she's Irish though too, right? <laughs> no Irish at all. Really? She uh, found out she found out when she did her ancestry that she's got zero Irish in her. Dang. Like that's why like I, I'm scared to do the genie and then they did the DNA test and they're like nope no Irish at all you're Scottish though and she's like huh dad we're Scottish and he's like bullshit we're Scottish he's like my grand- he's like my grandfather came from Ireland and we're like where did he come from before then he's like Ireland we're like why is the DNA say Scottish because somebody mixed up your DNA at the uh, at the lab for- that's that's part of the reason why I don't want to do the DNA test. <laughs> the, D- the DNA test that's part of the reason why um, so I want to tell you I started watch- we started watching a new show last night what show the last of us Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Good? Oh, yeah. How many episodes did you get in? Did you oh, I, have, I haven't even started it. Are you serious? Yeah, I was re- yeah, yeah. Everybody keeps telling me I should watch it, and I got to start it. But, oh, fuck. I shouldn't put green in Jim, there. Jim, this is, this is a good show. Um, I've seen mixed reviews from multiple people on it. because I, I've seen mixed reviews from many people that I respect their opinion. you have white opinion. acrylic paint down there? I know you have your big paint kit down there. I don't have white acrylic. Oh, oh, oh. Damn, dude. Yes, I, I should just buy a giant tube. I have a big tube of white at home, too. I know how that is. Because I got a big tube of black. I think. Maybe I have some I, other colors in there that to. you don't have, so if you need anything, just let me know. Just go diving. Um, what was I saying? Is there no white? No, what did I tell you earlier? Oh, you got paint on the ground. I got paint Jim. on the carpet. Jim! It's white. It'll be fine. But, oh, um... So what I think, I, I really respect the opinions from multiple people that I've gotten on this about their opinions on if they like it or not, as well as they're very contrasting. So like one of my one of my good friends that I really respect his opinion on video game movie adaptations. Like my go to friend that like plays video games, Sean Tracy. He he is the one that's like he's he's his. He tried everything. What he does, he, like he, TV like, show wise. No 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 no, video uh, video games. Like he watches. Or he plays. He plays games. Like that's his thing. So I was like, so I always go to be like, hey, look, you, you watch The Last of Us yet? Or hey, I'm thinking about playing this game. Is it worth of it? Worth it? He, he he tries it all, especially if it's horror related. He doesn't like it. Really? He's like he he I mean, says that. He, I mean, hang on, let me go back. Really? Well, it, it's not that just he doesn't like it. He said that he wishes that there was it, it should have more more action. And I'm like, really? Like well, I would not. Have, but the, did you ever play the game? I did. I, yeah, well, I at least I'll say game, this one. I so. played the very beginning of it, up until about the second episode, where they're they're going through like a warehouse ish type situation, and that terrified me, and I was not able to play past that. Oh, really? Yeah, no, okay. I hate horror games, and I respect his opinion on stuff. And he, his overall opinion, it seemed like it was more negative, and that he's like he wishes there was a little more action stuff. And then there's people that I have. 
like Chris, Chris Watson was like, no, you, you gotta, you, you gotta watch this. It's great. I was like, really? All right. For him to have such a push for it made me want to watch it. Hang on though. Don't watch what Chris tells you to watch. Well, how many times do we tell him to watch things? And he's like, oh, well, so many people tell me to watch. I'm not going to. Well, his, his reaction made me say like, all right, I guess I'll give it a shot. And then as I'm getting ready to watch, it, I see a friend's review. I'm like, oh, man, it's, listen, I've just seen mixed, mixed stuff online. So watching it finally, dude, Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah. If, if they already have released all the episodes, I'm glad that I didn't have to wait each week for it. Like, but we, we and Amber watched through f- three or four episodes last night. And they're all like an hour and a half. They're all like an hour and 20 minute episodes. Oh, dang, really? That's yeah. like the last season of... Uh, of um, Game of Thrones. Uh, 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 well, yeah, that and Stranger Things. Yep. Um, it's almost like they you know they're taking their time with it. And I like that. It's like, awesome, cool, thank you. See, G- I had Jimmy Moore over last night. I don't think you've ever met him. No. Um, a guy I went to high school with. And he told me, oh, have you watched it yet? And I'm like, no. That was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was like, put it on. I'm like, no, I'm not putting it on right now. I don't want to put it on. Um, but he keeps telling me it's really good. Uh, and I keep hearing good things from everybody. I don't think I've heard a bad thing about it. So it's interesting to hear that that guy didn't like it. That's my thing. I'm like, of all my people that like video games, you're the guy that I expected to be raving about it. And to have that as like... Well, now I gotta see. Like, what do you mean? Like, is it bad? Like, like where do you, where do you feel like it should have been better? So, where do you get off, sir? I don't know. Not you, him. Ah, too much white, dude. It's not dark enough. I know. You know, I, I I thought I took white with me. I don't. I got silver. I got two different varnishes. No, no, no. I got too much white in 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 the paint I'm mixing right now. So I want to ask, I don't know if we ever talked about it off air or not. Uh-oh. When did you first start playing guitar? When I start first playing guitar. Where um, or how? Like, was guitar your first instrument? What? No. No, guitar was not my first instrument. Uh, I, was, um, I was in band. Oh, jeez. Uh, I was started in band in fourth grade, um, and I played trumpet. So that was my first instrument. Well, that, if you want to count the recorder, too. I so here's the thing is that I have friends that play recorder and I'll count it as an instrument, but I don't count that as the learning of an instrument if it's just like hot cross buns. Yeah, it was basic bullshit that they yeah. taught you in in uh like fourth grade, dude. That's that stuff nah. So I mean like like I honestly so one thing I didn't know, um Ocarina, same fingering as a recorder. So if so like Oh, is it really? Yeah, so like oh, okay. like so like I like my like Josh, well, I mean he's also a music teacher. Josh can play a recorder, like up and down like Oh, I'm sure. So it's so like, oh, no, I'll accept the recorder as an instrument. That kind of thing. Like, because like, oh, I know how to play. Mm-mm. No, you don't. But you you did. You learn. So you learn music back in band. Yeah. 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 That's okay. basically where I learned as a trumpet. Uh, that was what? Fourth, fifth, fourth, fifth started six. And then I quit because uh, so many kids I was playing trumpet with were just mean. They would pick on me. So I said, fuck this. I'm out. And then and then seventh grade, we were forced. We, it was mandatory. We had to take, um, I think we took a half a year of art, and then the other half was a music class. And we actually learned how to play some guitar in music class in middle That's school. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool um, to expose people to that who may not have been exposed or otherwise would not have been exposed. Um, and then I started taking lessons because my dad always played guitar growing up. I had always wanted to, but I... Um, 
and this is something I'm still working on. I'm not very, ah, geez, what's the word? Um, Fuck is the word? Proficient? No. God damn, what's the word? I I, really... I don't know. The word that's like it? Like when you're very dedicated to something that you're going to continuously Passionate? do it. No, no, no. Like you're uh, um um like focused. I'm not I'm not very focused where I can just keep continuing on with something. Like I'll pick it up and I'll do it. It's like when I go to the gym. I'll go to the gym for a little while, I'll go for a little while and then I'll fall off. Um, I'm not, I, I, I don't stay on things like I need to, and I don't push myself to dig deep enough to get to the, again, I'm a jack of all trades. I know a little bit of all, a lot of things, but I'm not proficient in very many things. Um, and that's how it was with the guitar, right? Then I started taking lessons when I was 16. And again, it was the same thing. I would practice the day before, or maybe half an hour before I'm supposed to go to, um, to my lesson and I'm like well come on dude but you know I'll sit here and I'll learn the you know a song or two but we would sit and he would my my guitar teacher was really good uh he could sit and listen to a song and figure it out right so we would we would go through the book and we would learn the theory and he'd teach me theory but he would also teach me songs and he'd sit there and he'd he'd tab it out and we would play through and we would we were doing like freebird we were doing Hotel California. We were doing um, Don't Fear the Reaper. Like all these great songs, right? And he would tab out the solo for me, and I would start playing these solos. And to me, not at, at the risk of sounding arrogant, I thought I was actually pretty good. Like I could sit down as long as it was provided to me and I could understand it and read it. I could pick it up and play it as long as I could sit there and listen mm-hmm. and figure it out. I can't sit there and listen to it and figure it out like he does, dude. I don't understand that. I don't have the ear for that. Again, I probably got to train, but I thought I was a halfway decent player. Uh, but again, I just wasn't dedicated and on top of it enough to, to really, really get that good, you know? No, I, I, I completely, I, I, similar, instead of music, chorus. I was, I was See, a chorus I was kid. in chorus when I was a kid. See. When I was younger, in like middle school. I was talking or, to my yeah middle school because I don't think we did that in elementary school. See, I was talking to my brother Dominic, and he kind of very similar. He had the very, very, very similar music upbringing as well. To an sorry, he had a very similar music upbringing as well to an extent because of my exposure in chorus. I was exposed to training my ear a lot mm. better, and honestly, I mean, I'll, 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 I mean, never say never because there are the people those there are the okay, kids out Justin there that Bieber. will. Well, so, so people will they'll surprise you because there are going to be the people that aren't musically trained that still have a good ear and you're like fair enough but generally for the most part band students are going to be your bad, are going to be some of your most you know music theory knowledge the ones that have a better ear because you're using your ear consistently to play trumpet you're always identifying mm-hmm. that scale and it just becomes second nature it's like a language well so see and that's hit. one thing I was really good at when I played trumpet was if I fell out and I had to stop playing for a sec I could pick right back up mm-hmm. like just by just by listening to where they're playing. I could usually and I can still do that when I'm listening to a song and I'm waiting for the for the for the beat to come back in or something to drop. I'm usually pretty good at keeping with the time and figuring out where they are mm-hmm. in the music to anticipate that and, and bring it back. You know what I mean? That right there is that is a that is a talent that musicians will strive for. And when you do that music in early on, you learn to pick up for that because it becomes so na- second nature. Mm. You don't realize that that teacher that's teaching you. Do, re, uh, do, 
do me so or do, going up and down those schedules. Do re me fa si la ti do. You don't understand all those structure stuff that you want to make fun of all the other all the course kids that took that serious or all the band students that took that serious. You don't understand that right there. What that's doing is that's putting in the two plus two is four. Two plus two is four. Three plus three is six. That's that mental math that mental practice that when you start now we need to start playing in a band or playing with other people you're not thinking about it and mm, okay um my brother playing guitar he, phenomenal kid's awesome kid doesn't have an ear for soloing no doesn't know how to adapt an improv now see, well, i'll thing. say see i gotta learn my I, I feel like and i've talked to chris about this learning my skills i think is not e- big well let's say that's not the point that's not it's not even your scales it's learning your shapes and i'll say this one i've been jammed with him in quite some time and as far as i can remember he didn't know how to improv and if he did it wasn't nice way dom i love you dude but it, it wasn't the best it's and i'm not trying to say i'm better by no means is that it's just one of those even a lot of stuff I play sounds like, oh, no, he's just got some more practice to put. Need some more song. practice. You can see no, where there's areas to improve, and that comes from having that ear to having that ear of training and trusting of like, hey, you hit this note, just move it a little bit here, move it a little bit here, and and you got to use that. And it comes from those years in the band room, that years in the practice and playing. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of one of those things I was thinking of, and I started. And that's why I ask you is that where did you start learning guitar from? Because Math my music. journey to music was. Mass music, North Tonawana. That's where I really started to learn. That's where you started. Eh. I had a buddy that I think I think he went to Mass Music. I went to Generations, and where is that? Uh, it was at the Summit Park Mall. Oh, okay. So it's not like it's too far mm-hmm. from each other. No, but I mean, I I don't mean like where phys- uh, where like um, store wise. I mean like you know where and when, like how, like what, did it come from school? Did it was it you oh, just I saying I wanted saying. to pick I up the guitar because it very it's always interesting to see how people evolve and grow musically. And just having that kind of that interaction with my brother was kind of like, wow, this kid just like, this kid can't hear the difference on this or this here. And it's like, well, you know, he didn't do chorus for years. So he wasn't, he didn't have a teacher hounding at him. Hey, sight read this and know that interval, know this. And, you know, yeah. I had a really bad teacher one time. Yeah? Yeah, like, my sixth and seventh grade teacher, she was just really mean. Like, we did a concert one time, and all our parents were out there in the audience. Um, and we played, and we played, and then the, the concert was done, and the coat and clerk, curtain, curtain, the curtain closed. And she turned around, she, turned, she looked at us all, and she said, that was awful. You guys sounded horrible. And I was like, wow, you are a bitch, man. You don't tell kids that. Are you kidding me? You're like, hey, Linda, you're a bitch. <laughs> no, I couldn't believe it, though. I'm like, you are an, you're an asshole, man. No, telling us kids that our music yeah, no, sucks. That's not okay. I mean, I mean, there's a way to be real with kids, but like, still, like, how old are you? It was like seventh grade, I think. Okay, all right. So I'm right. Still I was that impressionable age like, where this 17. is. If you're if you're telling me I suck at this, I'm still at that 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 impressionable, impressionable spot age. of learning this instrument where I could be like, okay, well, I'm done, dude. That was a terrible experience. That made me never want to even touch an instrument again. You know, that's horrible. I I. I I, unfor- I, I don't know, I want to say unfortunately, I was, I was lucky I had a family or my mother very much encouraged. She's like, you want to do the Qatar? All right, cool. You want to do lessons? All right, let's go. And no, she didn't, she oh, didn't no, get my mad parents- when I came, when I came home with, when I came home with the trombone and no, unfortunately I, I, we, well, I guess fortunate, fortunate we had a lot of, we had a lot of good music teachers at Wheatfield and. Oh, I forgot. You went to, you went to Niagara Wheatfield, you, you, uh, you rich bitch. I'm sorry, but did you did you did your fucking high school chorus go and sing at New York City? 
No. No, we did not. Way to rub it in. Listen, I didn't get to go, but my chorus did. Why didn't you go? Because I went to Lockport High School two weeks before. Oh, you switched school? Oh, I think we've talked about yep, that. Yep, we before. have. As a fucking teacher, just teacher says, teacher tells us on the day, I'm like, all right, guys, my last concert with all of you. He's like, oh, we're going to miss you, Mr. Mullen, at New York City. We're like, wait, what? He's like, we're going to Carnegie Hall. I mean, fucker. You probably would have waited another week, right? Nah, it would have been a month. Been a month. Oh, really? Nah, yeah, it would have been bad. Been bad. But, no, man. Music is very interesting. And, no, I've been playing guitar a lot. And, I was just thinking, I haven't bought a new guitar in forever, and I really like what I just paid mine off. You did? Yeah, that that resonator. (sighs) Nice. $700 for a guitar that needs to be played more. Dude, you gotta play it more. What was your favorite guitar growing up? Did you have one, like, whenever you went to Guitar Center, you always were drifted, like, to Flying Vs or No, I never really spent too much time in Guitar Center, dude. Or any Um, music store. Was there a website that you're, like, going to, like, Gibson and always, like... You know what? I used to get, um... I used to get the, the, the magazine, not the magazine, but like the brochure from uh, mm-hmm. National Geographic from Guitar Center. Mm-hmm. And one time they had on there, they had a Jimmy Paul, uh, uh, sorry, Les Paul Jimmy Page custom, right? Ooh. And it was a replica of the guitar that was uh, lost at the airport back in the day. And I'm like, wow, that thing is fucking beautiful. It was like this dark blue or purplish with... Um, uh, with like gold all over it, like gold humbucklers and like hardware. And I'm like, that looks sexy. I'm like, I want that guitar. That was the guitar I wanted, right? Yeah. Five grand. And I couldn't even play? Yeah, no, okay. I was a kid. I wasn't even working yet. I didn't even have my own money to get it for myself if I wanted to. You know what my mother fucking told me when I was a kid? She goes, I'll buy you a Gibson when you play Free Bird. Perfect. And you're like... So you know what you do? Do you have a Gibson now? Nope. Okay. So now you learn it, and you go, hey, Mom, I want my Gibson. She never gave you a time frame. She just said, I'll buy you one. So the most kind. get your Jim, fucking you, guitar. Are you trying dude. to start a fight at, at, my, my, at my family home? That's going to unload so much family trauma. Be like, hey, Mom, this thing you... You know what, Anthony? It's not my family home, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can tell clear um i'll be honest for me the firebird man i always thought it would look sick um with the with the curves almost yeah on it had the look of the explorer but a little more uh classic yeah yep now i just want to fucking make a custom one told amber well, like i said i want to build one do you know you could buy cool. kits well that's where i was going with it. I, I so what i want to do is i have a couple older older bodies and i actually want to rebuild so like my les paul my black one I'm gonna cut, I'm gonna chop it and I basically want to I want to scrap I want to scrap it and rebuild it so I can't even recognize it. See, I have a uh, I have an old Yamaha. That was my actual first guitar was uh, this electric Yamaha. Really? And I think there's something wrong with one of the pickup with the with the pickup where you plug in or something like that. I don't know. Because um, I had it looked at and they fixed it, but then it stopped working again. So I kind of want to salvage the parts that I can from there. Yeah. Um, like a lot of the wiring, I want to put. I want to build one, but put humbucklers in it. Um, and I, I, for the longest time, wanted to build one. But the um, getting the fretboard perfect is kind of intimidating, dude. Honestly, that's that's like the key. Because if your fretboard's all fucked up and not spaced properly, then your guitar doesn't sound right, right? So here, so here's what you're gonna. So here's what you should do. 
And because this is what I'm actually planning on doing when I'm able to. It's probably end up being, honestly, probably end up being like a anniversary gift from Amber or like a Christmas. could be on that Christmas gift or the Father's Day gift idea, I bet. Is there are guitar build kits that you can get online on Amazon. Because I'm thinking the same thing. I'm looking at, I have an old Squire Strat that I literally, I, I took it apart. I have literally a guitar neck, body, strings, hump, uh, the coils and everything all separated in its own bag, just ready to be you know, sanded down and repainted. I want to repaint it and everything. I said, well, what I want to really do is remove the remove the uh, coils and replace them. Instead of going out and buying coils for 200 bucks for, the, for individual coils, because I think that this is what I want to put in. Why don't I get a, a kit that shows me how to do it all in one go? You buy kits on Amazon to build a guitar. Comes with the body. Comes with the neck. Comes with the pickups. Comes with the instructions. That way you have a go. Yeah, but where's the fun in that? Where's the risk? Where's the oh, I could fuck this up? No, I'm kidding. Because you don't know if you're if you don't know if you're doing it right that way. Then at least this way you have instructions to tell you, hey, listen, you should be plugging this in here. Hey, this is going to be for this spot here. No, that's true. That way you then have a, have a something to reference off of. Plus. Get a, get a guitar for cheap that you never would have got. I saw there's kits that you can get. It's like 200 something dollars for a double neck SG. Oh, really? You can build it for a hundred bucks? Two. Oh. You don't got to show me. I trust you. It, it's saying. not, it's not hundred, but like for like two, like two, maybe, maybe 300. And God, that's a lot more. That's, I mean, you, at that point, just go buy a new Epiphone, but you can't buy an Epiphone double neck for that. So if you want a double neck guitar, you're never going to buy a brand new or brand uh, expensive one. Get a fucking cheap one and learn to build a guitar off of it. It's my fucking that's, thought process. That's what process. I'm saying, Because the electric one I have now, uh, this guy I knew was going to get rid of it because he said it didn't work right. So I took it, and it works fine, dude. And I just threw some new strings on it. He, um, he had some, like, tens on there, I think, so it was really pulling the fretboard up. But I just tightened the screws, pulled it back down, threw some nines on there, and it's fine. Dude, Nine, nine inch or not nine inch um nine gauge some super okay. slinks super slinks the way to go i was talking to jay about strings because he he's borrowing one of my guitars and he's like oh, i'm thinking about throwing some like real slunky slinks on that and we're like stick with your number nine super slinks don't get fucking crazy over here you have no idea how to play guitar yet please be safe we'll be bringing it back standard. in one piece dude be be be, be with the standards. I trust him. Put it, bring it back one piece. He sent me, he sent me a picture of a, of a thing to put like lights on the fretboard. And I'm like, please don't do that to this guitar. He's like, oh no, I'm not going on my car. He build one. He should build one. Tell him. Plus, I, I sent it. I sent him the link. I go, you should do this. I go get, get a kit. This way you learn how to build it. My goal is what I want to do is I have my um, strat. I have, I want to chop it up. I want to repaint it. I want to sand it down, repaint it, refinish it and have it be single coil, I'm sorry, um, not single coil. I want it to be humbucker, single coil, humbucker on the strat. Because I have the spacing for it on the body. And I'm not just going to buy that and just one shot it and hope I get somewhere with it. I'm going to. I want to do a kit like first. Make you, well, yeah, I want to kit first, right. see how I do it, and say, all right, cool. So this is how I do. Practice. Now I know what I need to do. You know, jam on the guitar that I made beforehand. And then, you know, yeah, for my 35th birthday, I'll actually eventually do it. For 35th? How old are you now? Turning 30. Hey, 29. welcome to the club, dude. Turning 30 this year, bro. Welcome to the club. Anyway, I got something to say, Anthony. What do you got? Um, you know what time it is? What time is it? I think it's time for us to close out the show. 
Are, are you serious? I think so. I still have like three more talking points to get. Yes, to. I know, but nobody wants to sit here and listen to us. It's, we're on an hour and twenty five minutes already. You know what? Maybe we will let Chris just go through and edit this. Chris, yeah, I hope you had this fun. Is gonna, this is going to kill him. I know it's going to, and we're going to hear about it. At least it wasn't a solo dolo episode. Uh, well, uh, thankfully, thank God. I don't know if we could sit through another one of those. Another solo dolo episodes? <laughs> See, and here's the thing. I know you had some stuff going on, and I was like, oh, God, am I going to have to do a fucking solo episode this Solo week? dolo? Yeah. I was like, damn it. I'm like, fuck. I'm not going to even try to plan for it until I know I absolutely have to. So, But no, it lucked out. You were able to come over. We could get some painting. I'm I'm cruising along here. Uh, it's coming out okay, I guess. I gotta fix some things on here, but um, I guess uh, for the people who don't uh, aren't able to see here because it's just you and me. Um, I'm I probably should have said this way earlier, but I'm trying to paint the house from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's what I'm painting here. So I'm gonna continue on with that. Anthony, you continue on with your 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 miniatures here for a little bit, but we're gonna we're gonna um, wrap put away the recording equipment um, so I don't trip and break my neck. So everybody, head out to the socials. Just kidding, we don't have socials. Not yet. Chris Chris had mentioned something about an Instagram though, right? He says he mentioned something about wanting to do an Instagram, and I'm all for it. Okay. Here's the thing: I'm not doing a solo Instagram, and as he made a comment about having everyone have a login. I'm yeah. all for it. I'm I love it. We gotta be. Got to be consistent. Got to be all. consistent, and we got to be pushing it because I'm not putting effort into social media and stuff until we're getting unless we're going to get marketed. So if, if we're gonna if I'm gonna have social media, we're literally we're going for sponsors. We're gonna have social media because we need to push the new product that we're gonna have. The new product, what product? I don't know, but we need to find ads and people to push on social media. I'm not gonna stress myself out over making content for social media and have one like why not dude go back to the old days man that my mental health was so bad oh yeah i'm sorry uh, yeah, no no, no that that's was true. that's why see i know i fucking hate social media Here, anyway we'll talk about that off air anyway yes maybe you'll see us tuning in guys media. tune in next week we should be back to our normal shenanigans aaron should be back to talk about the bills again there's plenty to talk about there we'll be back with your regular formatted show um otherwise everybody stay safe stay good stay warm if you're in cold weather uh if you're in california watch out for the floods I think that's all still going on. Um, Anthony, you got anything else to say? No. All righty, guys. Check us out next time. This has been another episode of Hardly Awesome Podcast. Take care. Talk to you later.